to the Complete Runner podcast, episode number eight. So today we're lucky enough to have Joe and Andy with us from the Crim, and of course our good friend Antonio. So of course, the first thing that we start off with is a little tenacity because we like to keep it local. So what can I uh, pour for you guys? A little farmer's daughter, or do you want to try this? Um, Whole Cone Cascade Smash, the uh, limited series that they've done, um, which, which you want to try there. Man, uh, so Farmer's Daughter is an all-time favorite. It's, it's a good go-to. Yeah, it's, it's a good go but I've not tried the, the Smash, <laughs> oh, I mean, so we're going to have to and, Yeah, have I was going to say, Antonio, that. yeah, yeah. Sure. crack that open. Joe, what, uh, what can uh, I do yeah. for you? I'm going to yeah. try something new, okay. too. Okay. Okay. All right. Smash All right. as well. So uh, you've... you've heard of this you've had this yeah i or had, uh, had one of them yeah, so the one they did before this uh the smash is that single malt single hop um and you were telling me earlier that it's a uh, part of a series i guess it's like some so, like limited edition series or whatever so kind of i think once it's gone it's gone um but, you going for this too I'm kind of yeah i'll, I'll give it a right. be an odd man out there i guess <laughs> nice Jason will be very pleased that we're yeah, he will. partaking yeah. in all of this. I'm sure I got some tacos too. I see I, see I poured the most in mine. Oh, did mine get the most? Uh, oh, how'd that happen? Uh, yeah. All right, well, uh, cheers to you guys. Thanks cheers for, to you, man. Thanks for having us. Thanks Indeed. Oh, it's... um. It's fruitier than I expected yeah. it to be. It's good. But I, I, I guess I expected it to be more like a pale. So it's good. has got it going on. That's, mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's a dangerous stuff, oh, man. That goes down good. pretty easy. <laughs> it really does. But, uh, not like a natter day. But, <laughs> no. <laughs> not quite. Natter yeah, days are delicious, by the way, if you uh, have not had one of those. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about the crim and flint and everything that is involved in both of those. Um, Andy, you are the race director for the CRIM. That's right. And yep. Joe, you are the assistant race director for the CRIM. Correct. And also you kind of head up the uh, adult training program, correct? Yep. Okay. Right. So, Andy, go ahead and start off. Tell us a little yep. bit about the CRIM. What? So, uh, yeah, first thing I would say is that the CRIM would not exist without Flint. It's, it's, it's just so ingrained in the culture. And, I mean, the CRIM is big. But it's it's you know there are bigger races in other places, but like there's some some perfect mix of you know not just the size of Flint the, in terms of population, but just sort of the, the culture and the attitude that that it is just perfect. It's like it was made for the crim, and um, so so and the other thing that I like to say is that the crim has had um, really some of the most consistently positive impacts and relationships with the with the residents and the in the city in general um it's brought some of the most positive news and and things to talk about with the city um, since its existence in the 70s so back in 1977 uh crim by the way is not an acronym it was an actual person <laughs> everyone thinks uh, yeah everyone acronym, thinks it's an acronym no uh bobby crim was the speaker of the house and the michigan state house of representatives and uh represented this area and he actually was a runner himself was pretty fast and uh, once he got into running and uh, but he was inspired by the special olympics to start a race to uh, to raise funds for the special olympics 
in the, in like the mid seventies. And, um, so he just decided to go ahead and start this race and get his team to, to get this thing going. And so the first race was really, truly all volunteer run. The first several races were all volunteer run. And, um, Lois Craig was the first, uh, director and she was, kind of, she's kind of a legend. She, she became the director and she continued that. Uh, for 18 years, oh so gosh. I've got I've got a lot of shoes to fill, <laughs> uh, big shoes to fill, I should say. High heel shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bobby yeah. makes the joke. I was just thinking in my head. Bobby constantly makes the joke that I have big heels, to fill, so that's okay. Yeah. So, but uh, but anyway, you know, it, it it for some reason it it was it it grew in popularity instantly. So the first race had 750 people. Oh they, my gosh. they landed Bill Rogers. Who was at the time this truly a household name? So in the, the late seventies, there was this um, there was this kind of boom of running, and they kind of say it was like one of the first running booms. And so, uh, so it was really increasing in popularity. It, it wasn't just sort of like these weird hippies out there doing doing things. It, it like it was kind of becoming more mainstream. And so, so the race um, was one of the you know one of the first in in the state really to. To really catch on and be, you know, catch that wave of the running boom. So it's a lot of uh, metaphors, all this, but uh, <laughs> but anyway. Um, so so in, you know, the first race was like seven hundred fifty people. It started at noon. They, they that was kind of truly because of a typo. They wanted to start it in the morning earlier in the morning, and some staffer, you know, who clearly wasn't a runner, put noon. And so they, it, but because it, so was, published, it was published, it's out yep. there. You got to so go with it. Yeah. Stick with it. And so um, I, I think something like between one and two hundred people didn't finish the race because it was so hot. It was like <laughs> mid nineties at noon. You know, just uh, not not your ideal circumstances. But it caught on in this this way and. And from that moment on, and I think the first one was really almost intended as like a spectator sport. And so, you know, they brought some famous people in that's, you know, um, and, and then instantly people said, well, I want to do that. And so it continued, it started to grow and, you know, through the eighties, it, it just, you know, it, it was listed consistently as like one of the top races in the whole, the whole country. And the reason is because people were so excited about it. Um, not only to race it themselves but but it was like this excuse to have a big party all, yeah, all throughout yeah, yeah. the city and so everyone came out and so uh and that's just kind of how it's continued at this point uh, up to this point and uh, you know and obviously a lot of changes have happened um any anything you want to add I mean, that, yeah i mean other i just know that first year outside of bill rogers there's also uh greg meyer who i don't know if he'd won it before his first ever crime race or pretty soon after but he's you know former boston marathon winner um, very, very um, accomplished uh, American runner. Current then, ten mile American record. That's holder. right. So yeah, he's, <laughs> he still has the record. Um, yeah. And then Steve Kenyon, who was our first winner, actually from uh, Great Britain. So it was. It really was that first year. Like, come and watch the fastest runners around the world mm -hmm. hit the streets of Flint, um, and that brought the crowds. And I think that just ties in with the the spirit that a lot of the city still you know, exemplifies today. I mean, part of the reason why tenacity is called tenacity is there's that tenacious <laughs> energy the city yeah, has where, hey, I, want, yeah. I see people doing that, like, I want to do that. And mm -hmm. uh, I think on top of striking while the iron was hot with the running boom at that time, 
they kind of lucked into it, but the te- that 10 mile distance is such a perfect distance. I was just going to say, 10 miles is, it's, yeah, it's, just, it's, you know, people weren't doing marathons like they're, people are able to do marathons today. Um, so that part was kind of like more hippie and, mm-hmm. and really extreme people doing yeah. marathons. 10 mile, it, it's still a huge accomplishment to do it, but it's so much more accessible to so many more Because you get these. Five cares or ten cares, but it's a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. so they're not used to that distance, so they run out of gas or whatever. But right. like you said, anyone can still go out and do ten miles. Right, right. It takes some training, but it's, yeah, 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 of course, <laughs> of course. But you don't have to give your entire life to it like you might for a, a marathon training session or something like that. Yeah. The other thing that's kind of cool, so I mean, I, I have a lot of personal. Uh, you know, history with the crim just because growing up my dad wasn't like a hardcore runner or anything like that but he got into running because he wanted to run the crim and so I grew up watching my dad basically talk about the crim all all year long oh, yeah. and it was like this it was on moment. the radar yeah, yeah. They, they, they'd run a race they'd have a party that you know so it was like always this big deal uh, and then actually when uh, when I was uh, you know a, at some point in my childhood, we actually moved and just by chance moved onto the Crim course right on Miller Road. So, <laughs> so I grew up like watching people run it and and thinking someday I'm going to run that. Uh, ironically, I hated running as a kid, <laughs> and then it wasn't until I was in college and needed some uh, some inexpensive exercise that I actually came to appreciate it. And so the, that's what I, yeah I did, and then, so that's how I became a distance runner. So I didn't run my first crim until I was a like a junior in college. So but uh, fell in love with it. So so yeah, it's always been a special part. Of the, like so uh, and this is very common with a lot of families. That our fa- our whole family got to do it once together. So my one my sister, both my parents, there was one year where we all did the ten mile. Uh, it was like the coolest thing. But we have families who come like they'll come from all over the country, you know, Seattle, Washington, you know, Seattle and New York, and they'll they'll converge one di- one time a year just to do the crew. Just to do the crew. Yeah, that's really cool. That's yeah, yeah that, that that's a that's a cool part of it. Yeah, you, know, you bring everyone together, especially in Flint. Right, <laughs> no, right, exactly. Because yeah. people are like, oh, why would you go to Flint? It's it's the best day of the city, and and here's the thing is that like I think it it brings out the best in the city, and it's and it's not like the city isn't great the rest of the time. It's just that, like, it, it really gets up for that that, uh, that one day. And, and it's like it just transforms downtown, the course along the way. I mean, especially this year, we had a, just an amazing amount of support. And organizations, churches, families just all come out and, uh, and cheer racers on. And, 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 again, it's kind of becoming, an, again, another excuse to have just a good time. Yeah. Celebrate. Yeah. So that's great. I think people catch on to that energy. Even yeah. If, you know, they're not directly involved. Like, if, even if they're not doing the race themselves, um, but they live on the course, you know, they, they get really excited about watching these thousands of people run by their house or, you know, the people that work for the city that day in, day out, they're, you know, they're busting and working really hard to, you know, repair roads or make sure the water's, you know, working and everything like that. They, they always have it on their radar just because I think people just get caught up in how it's one of those few events. It seems like these days where it's just nothing but positive. Like, mm-hmm. no matter how you look at it, it's about people accomplishing something. Mm-hmm. Um, on the on the serious side of it, on the on the more fun side, it's just people having a good time. So it's just a super positive event all all across the board. And I, I, I know I are I, able to embrace that part. I of it. partook in maybe some bacon, <laughs> some donuts, exactly. maybe a little champagne. 
I don't know, some jello shots. I, <laughs> Tony, did you, did you <laughs> sample any of the, yeah, any sure. of the, the, the course yeah, buffet? Yeah. That's what, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask. So you guys talked about all these elite athletes at the beginning. Uh, how have you seen the crim kind of transpire over the last couple of years? Uh, it seems like more and more people are leaning towards this as a as a race to train up to and one that they circle on their calendar every year. How is that? How is that kind of transpiring over the past couple of years? I'd say we see a lot of um, we see a lot of both sides of it. So you have people that. If they're doing a marathon or half marathon later on in the fall, a 10-mile race is perfect, we'll be kind of leading up into it. So that's the serious side. And as more and more people are doing half marathons and full marathons, they're looking at those one or two or three benchmark races leading up in their training that work. And the crim just so happens to work for a lot of people doing those distances. On the other side of that, I think we're getting the word out and people are starting to realize how much of a party you can make that 10 miles if you really want to. Um, with our official and unofficial water stations and stations uh, yeah. along the way, all the people that are just pumping music, we have a, I mean, at least a dozen live performers in one way or another, whether they're DJs or full-on bands performing on the course. So I think you get a little bit of both where you get the people that are really just looking for a fun experience and they're finding it to be a great experience that way. Um, and then you're also finding the people that are, are building their running or walking around a calendar and finding those events that really um, help out their training leading up to their goal race. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And actually, that, that's a great leading question because as the race has evolved and more as it grew, more people wanted to do it. You know, more people have wanted to do it. And, and so it's become not just a thing for elite racers, but really a, a race for everybody. And, you know, and as you said, Brad and, and Joe, like race you know, 10 miles, you can do it. Um, but if you don't, if, if you feel like that's a little intimidating or a little tough, we've got a five-mile race. Other options, yeah. And then we also have a 5K. We have a one-mile. And um, and that's actually, that uh, that maps also to um, sort of how the mission of the CRIM has evolved. So, you know, for a number of years, we, you know, uh, continued our, our partnership with the Special Olympics, and we still have, you know, that's where our roots are, and we still have a great partnership with them. Um, we're still one of the biggest donors um, you know, every year to the local Area 13 Special Olympics, and on Friday night, the night before the crim, if you've got time to come downtown at 6 p.m., you will see one of the most inspiring and moving uh, athletic performances you'll ever see in your life. It's the lowest Craig Invitational. It's a Special Olympics event, and it is so cool. And so, uh, so anyway, I hope you make it down for that. <laughs> oh, for sure. And, uh, it, 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 uh, so the adult training program, a lot of the groups uh, will sponsor an athlete yep. for that, and so we get to have our athlete run in there, and it is the coolest yes. thing to see them running down uh, Saginaw and smiles yeah. and everyone's cheering and it's yeah. a, it's it's a, it's a and joy it's just like, yeah. Yeah, So it's kind of I mean it's festival races. So it really it's not is, only yeah. just your ten mile or even your five or, or whatever you're gonna do on the day, but Friday you've got Lois Craig. Yep. And plus also you have the Michigan Mile. Michigan which Mile. Which yep. that's huge. It's really cool. I, I mean we saw people from everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. So not only do we have, you know, people who are you know, I don't I don't think we, we certainly haven't had anyone break for, but we've had some fast milers. Um, we also are the we're very proud to be the host of the USA Track and Field National Championship, 
uh, for the master's class. Mm -hmm. So we get people from all over the country. Uh, this year, uh, so far, it looks like we've broken 12 records for that. It's just pretty <laughs> awesome, 12 American records. So we're attracting some serious talent. Yeah. On the other side, you know, we, we get people telling us all the time, this is my first mile ever. And like they're they're just like the joy in their face yeah. is amazing. We've also had like a couple of years ago, we had uh, a World War II veteran finish in a walker surrounded by his family. Like, oh my that God. That was cool. And this year we had some really amazing athletes who um, I, I think were uh, you know severely you know, disabled, like had almost like no motor ability, but because of some technology assistance with almost like robots, they were able to actually I, I, I saw do him. it, yeah. and it was so cool to see these people who might otherwise not even be able to move, yeah. uh, you know, or be you know uh, be in like an electric wheelchair, doing a mile. It was so cool. So, and then the nice thing is that like so so what what has also started to grow um, is not just like the the race on Friday night and the Special Olympics. We also have a bigger like festival going on all all evening on Friday night. So. This year, thanks to our friends at Team One, we had uh, like kind of a party through the decades, and this uh, we called it Rock the Block, and it was just this excellent party. And we had more people there we've ever had. What's cool about that is that it's it's the intent is that it's it was a, a show for the entire community, regardless of whether you're going to run or do anything the next day. We wanted people to come downtown and have a good just time, out, yeah. yeah, and sort of be a part of that spirit of the crim, because um, that's that's the message we're really trying to send is that the crib is for everybody and so uh it was really wonderful to see how many people actually showed up had a great time and you know it stayed till the end so it was, it was and, I, and i'm sure weather had a had a personal play we got that. really <laughs> lucky this year especially compared to last year. i think we had a couple more good sauce last year yeah oh man so, so i guess speaking of weather um last year was uh, was was a was a tough it was tough race. Yeah. Um, it didn't go the way that anyone thought it was going to. Um, you guys did a phenomenal job of being able to pull off the race, regardless of the delay and everything else that was going on. Kind of talk about that day, I guess, a little bit because it was <laughs> it was kind of a disaster from early morning. Yeah, it really was. Um, and it was crazy is that the, the early early morning was beautiful. It was like lovely day and we just kept watching these you know these, these reports this and, this, and i mean the crazy thing is we knew even two weeks out they were reporting just terrible weather terrible terrible weather for race day and um and so that morning we were on the phone with probably three different meteorologists constantly and so about seven o'clock we got the thumbs up from a number of meteorologists one, one basically said if you don't start on time a second front might hit you. Um, the, the, uh, another meteorologist said, well, it looks like it's going to pass north. And so, so we're like, okay, let's do it. We let the wheelers off at 7.30, 30 and 40 year runners, 7.45, 8 o'clock. What, basically what was happening, and, and really at like 7.57, it wasn't even raining. Maybe, maybe I'm exaggerating, but it was like, like 7.50 for sure. It was not even raining. And then what happened is there was this, if this is Flint and like the, the race course, there was this front that was going like this and it was, it was long like this. And all of a sudden it literally just like closed <laughs> like a fist right over the race course. And we let the runners off at eight and at like eight o'clock and how many, however many seconds, 
And so it was, it, it was the elite, it was the elite wave. Um, and the police chief grabbed my elbow. It was like, the race is off. <laughs> like, okay. Like, all, right, all right. We're okay. done. So, and I mean, I've never seen people scatter. I mean, it was, and it was, when it hit, it hit hard. And so everyone scattered. And we knew this, you know, thankfully, because the, the, um, the forecast was at least relatively, the extended forecast was relatively accurate. It had basically been all we talked about all week long, you know, for the, for the week and even two weeks prior. So we did have a plan. We communicated as much as we possibly could to uh, all the racers ahead of the race. Okay. This is what, you know, we've got these storms coming in potentially. These are the places. So we circled all the designated shelters. What really amazed me is how many um, businesses and other places in downtown Flint just opened their doors. They said, come on in. So Huntington Bank had all this cool stuff for their their own employees, volunteers. Um, and then they realized like people started coming in. They're like, oh, well, here you go. So <laughs> so they let as many people, I mean, I'm, it was like shoulder to shoulder, but yeah, they, yeah. They, they let everyone in. Um, and that, you know, and, and the rule is, when when uh when lightning strikes within 10 miles of, of a course um you have to you have to delay for at least you know 30 for 30 minutes until at, it's 30 minute delay after the last lightning strike yeah and so what was happening is all those racers were waiting all those volunteers were waiting all the officers throughout that intent that 10 mile course and everyone's just waiting for this to to, to end and all and, and so uh, I don't know from your perspective, Joe. I mean, Joe had a really unique perspective because he's on the press truck. So, so. <laughs> yeah, um, so you're on the course actually. So when I was, gets... I'm just north of the bridge. Um, you know what, an eighth of a mile, or you know, a couple hundred feet away from the start line, and uh, I'm getting a call as the race is about to go off, saying like, "Hey, lightning was detected." I'm like, "You are telling the wrong guy. I can't do anything about that right now." Uh, but what we learned and something that we've since addressed in our race plans in the future is that we we had found that uh, we have a radio, you know, we have radios that we, we've used in the past and uh, they just weren't, weren't really cutting it. It would be too quiet. You know, the atmosphere in the environment would be too, be way too loud to hear anything on the radio. And uh, so we just said, hey, let's just use our cell phones. Problem is when you have 60,000 people <laughs> on that same plan, and using yeah. your cell phone, and it's, and it's not going to work. So, yeah, I mean, you, you couldn't. Your, our phones, just our phones just weren't keeping up with the constant incoming calls and text messages because it was getting too much. Um, and so we finally got the word that the race should be stopped after that first wave goes off. And so while everyone else was figuring out what was going on, I, I'm on the press track. We're driving. It's the first wave. I'm thinking. Okay, the rest of the group may not start, but this this race is off. They're off. Now we need to worry about making sure that everyone's in here is going to be moving smoothly. And we make that kind of sharper turn on Second Ave, and are start starting to come back down on Harrison. And one of my main jobs on the press truck is to make sure that we're not ever inhibiting the lead runners. So it's telling the cops or the lead uh, like ceremonial lead vehicle to either speed up, slow down, things like that. And I just kept on seeing the cops just right in front of the press truck. 
And I'm slow, I'm not slow, one to slow. yell at a cop. Yeah, I feel you're like, weird about yelling on, at a cop. Go. But I'm like, yeah, like, we gotta go. We gotta go. And finally, thank goodness. Um, her name is Nicole. Uh, she's she's been one of our lead motorcyclists uh, for the from the FPD for a number of years now. She finally was the first person to tell me, "Hey, no, it's we're canceled. Done. We're <laughs> done." And so then my brain shifted to, "How am I going to stop?" 200 people <laughs> that are traveling at 13 miles yeah, an hour yeah. from continuing on this course. Luckily, the cops also helped me out. We finally, it actually worked out perfectly in that we were back, we're basically essentially back at a block away from yeah, downtown. Just kinda, yeah. We were at Curse Lane Harris. So everyone, I like to think of it as everyone had a half mile walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it was just kind of a little nice little job. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and, and we've since, you know, we've gone back to the radios. We actually, this year, we put our repeater up in the tallest, on, on the roof of the tallest building in the city. So we were able to hear all the way out to Dort Highway mm -hmm. using our radio. So nice. uh, it's nice. it's definitely, it was one. Of, it's a hard lesson to learn, <laughs> but I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad we did uh, get to learn it. Um, and the biggest thing was, I mean, at one point we were worried on if we were actually going to get those races to go off. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, just from a, a stand a standpoint of opening or keeping the city streets closed for so long, eventually you got to let people get to work. Well, I was going to say there's so much that is on a timetable so, for yep, you yeah. guys, and I don't I don't yeah. know if people always realize all the moving parts involved with mm -hmm. basically shutting down a city yeah. in order to do a race like this See, with 20,000 people. Yeah. Um, so you can only delay it so yeah. long. So you've got people that live on the course that need mm -hmm. to do things. On top of that, just all of the volunteers and specifically law enforcement and, and yeah. public safety officers that we have across the course, a lot of times they're pulling, they're coming from another or shift. Or, you know, yeah, so they're yeah. working already, you know, near 24 hours straight. Um, we're just literally running. And we had a time set that we need to start by X time in order for these races mm -hmm. to happen in the first place. And another part of that built in was we're literally, we're literally going to have all of our races go off as close to their scheduled start times as possible. So that's why the 5-mile and the 5K went off so close to the 10-mile, closer than they normally Because um, you're trying do. to keep that schedule exactly. as, we're trying as, to keep much as many as possible. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Keep it from, keep, yeah, allow the streets to open back up as early as yeah. possible. Correct. And well, so, and because of that, there were a fair number of people that weren't able to do that double, but we actually, we reached out to everyone that was signed up for the doubles, gave them a coupon code so they could redeem a common 5k awesome. entry in this year's race. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was cool to see. I mean, it was one of those experiences where it was super stressful and it made yeah. us really appreciate the weather <laughs> we had this year. But at the same time, some <laughs> stories have come through and we, we've heard back from people that they, because of that delay, all their preconceived notions and stresses about the race went away and bottom line, they were out there just having a great time. I mean, I'll say I was out on the course after all the rain delays and things happened. And I would say not a racer I saw was in a bad mood. Once people are actually oh, yeah, having fun, having fun. Yeah. Yeah. when they, they crossed the start time. line, they were not smiling. <laughs> yeah. and when they crossed the finish line, they were smiling. It was, it was cool. And I mean, I've got to hand it to, and, and really give a huge shout out to our volunteers. And, oh, yeah, yeah, law enforcement sure. and, and our volunteers who who stuck it out. I mean, we yeah, had not one probably, water station. Yeah, yeah not one water station left. Um, even our entertainment, like the bands, they all stuck it out. And so people ended up having a great time, no matter, you know, despite the, despite the crazy weather. And, and yes, we were absolutely rewarded this year. And, and there are and no guarantees, you know, the next five yeah, years. I, mean, but... you know, I, I, I hope that that's how weather karma works for races, <laughs> but you know, no guarantees, who knows? But, uh, but no, this year it, it couldn't have been a better day. I mean, it was, it was sunny, but not hot and, you know, low humidity 
and yeah, I knew I know a ton of people who PR'd on that on, on our, our race this year. And so so that part it was really nice to just you know be able to to have that. And I think people were ready. It was almost kind of cathartic to have a good race after a crazy race. Oh, you know, for like sure. Yeah, yeah. You're kind and of he, chomping yeah, at the bit. Right, right. And so so I mean I, I and really like we've gotten some of the the most positive feedback you know like you know percentages and comments in our surveys and just even anecdotally like people just coming up to us and telling us wow every part of the race was just great <laughs> so so and again that's thanks to our volunteers who you know there are a lot of people who could have said i'm not doing that again that was terrible you know so so thankfully you know like we again we sort of show with tenacity and yeah, you know, there you go it all you know, comes it's back to a little good, tenacity good or bad yeah, yeah exactly and speaking of tenacity uh ah, i need a little, little more, more of the same antonio as well right, right. right might as well might as well fill up yeah, absolutely so you guys are known for this big race the crim but you guys have your hand in a lot of other stuff uh the canusa the run the runway coming up uh, you want to tell us a little bit about what else you guys got going on? Yeah. Um, so I would, yeah, I can go kind of like calendar year. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, people, think, I'm sure, sure a lot of people just know us first and foremost from the, the current race in August, but um, things are up and rolling pretty early uh, with our training program that kicks off in May. Um, so we're really getting everything ready, organizing groups. I mean, there's 1,700 plus people that do that program. So it's really organizing groups, getting people to fit into a group that really matches their pace. Um, on top of our Genesee County-based program, we have one that's focused on Flint community. So partnering with uh, faith-based organizations, all the Flint community schools, things like that. We have our campus training program. So a lot of moving parts with that, getting that rolling in May. Um, and also, yeah, we uh, oh, launched yeah, something yeah. this year for the first time um, that instead instead of focusing on you know partnering with voucher races and things like that, um, a group that would meet a little less formally, maybe not follow a training calendar, but just meet socially to go for a run. <laughs> maybe like, more of like a club. And, yeah, and, and partner okay. instead with bars and restaurants <laughs> to go a little discount that, that way. Um, yeah, so the, the Blue Line Running Club, that was the first year doing that. So all that stuff kicked off in early May. And then we have the Marty Austin Kids Classic on the first Saturday of June that kind of kicks off our kind of like race Series, series season, yeah. Um, what are ages uh, on the kids so classic? for a kids classic? It's uh, twelve and under. Um, We've had some fourteen year olds. I guess that is yeah, true. Yeah, so mostly distance wise, we have what we call a diaper dash. That's so like 20, 30 feet, mm -hmm. um, and then we have a toddler trot, which is know, 30, 40 feet, 50, yeah, yeah. and then uh, a quarter mile, half mile, and full one mile. Um, so really geared towards it. It kind of kicks off the summer running club. Uh, Kind of season for uh, for a lot of those kids, so we have a lot of different clubs at all throughout Genesee County that will start meeting in the summer, and that's kind of like the first time they're able to meet as a club and do that race together. Um, it's a little kids' crib, you know, yeah. <laughs> shirt, shirt in the metal and no. beer. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, running bears always there. Maybe that's a natter day. Right. Hey, <laughs> sounds like my kind of race. Quarter mile diaper. Yeah. No, Antonio so, just yes. signed up. Shirt sure, metal, no, yes. You don't have to wear a diaper. And pizza. No. no. <laughs> would you? You would no. do anything for a shirt and a metal, right? Yeah. You said beer, too, man. No, that. That's funny. That's awesome. And then uh, this year we had um, what used to be our tour de creme that um, was, was once in May and then moved to September. Then we finally found another great, a, a, a better weekend, honestly, weather wise, um, the week after the kids classic so that took place in june and that was a uh, 10 or a 20 mile 
bike ride. You have your choice. Um, yep. Um, so that was the second weekend in June. And then we partnered with Kettering University to put on the uh, Kettering University Iowa Stadium races. So uh, 5K, 10K. Um, and that's that, that, that race that race has been a cool history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It started Tory, as the Tory. Yeah, then became the the, the Atwood races. Um, you know, another family took it over, and then they sort of willed it over to Kettering, and Kettering said, "Sure." I know, but we don't know how to run a race. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, but then so then we helped them out with that in terms of putting it on. Yeah, it's very cool. So that's typically the third weekend in July. Um, and then finally, we get to focus on our signature race yeah. <laughs> in August. <laughs> yeah. um, but then, right after the Krim, uh, we helped put on what was the Ally Challenge 5K or Adidas 5K Challenge last year. It was called the Canusa 5K Challenge this year um, as part of the Ally Challenge in Grand Blank. So that uh, that was, I believe, September what, 14th or 15th. Yeah, 14th. Um, yeah. yeah, this year. So. Um, we're going on from one, one I know, next. right? Mm-hmm. And then we're not done yet. I was going <laughs> to say, Antonio was mentioning, you, yes. you got a yeah. cool one coming so, up. Uh, yeah. First one. And yeah, uh, yeah, so a really good partner of ours, uh, Bishop International Airport, approached us and said, hey, we want to have a race at our airport. Can you help us put it on? On the tarmac. And we, uh, tarmac. And we said, yes, absolutely. Ah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, 5K on the runway. Uh, first ever time that any race has been at Bishop Airport. How cool is that? Um, yeah, we're actually on the runway for uh, for the course. Um, so pretty so hilly, right? Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really hilly. Yeah. 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 yeah, get your really your sharp turns. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of oh, yeah. traffic we have to manage. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, pancake flat, really wide sweeping turns. So real, honestly, a really good place to set a. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. I wonder if a lot of people are looking at this. Well, and, and, like a VR. and this, someone will set a course record this year. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that is true. <laughs> that is yeah, true. So it's, uh, it's Saturday, November 9th. Um, so it's yeah. the week after the, the Burton veterans run. Um, so that's another nice thing. We're not competing with any other races. Um, yeah, super excited for that. Um, we originally, you know, we're talking about, you know, what we're looking at, what we're going to give away. We decided to go with a winter hat. Um, this is the right season really cool to get yeah. to get a winter hat. Um, and registration, registration is already blooming. We have taken darn off. near 250 people already signed up. Yeah, so over awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so we're that's, really that's excited. Great. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, I mean, there's Wings of Mercy. Mm-hmm. Um, who does a race, and that's a it's kind of the same idea, mm-hmm. and that's hugely popular. Yeah, people love doing that. So to actually be on Bishop, like going to that, yeah. that's pretty yeah. cool. And we've already heard from some people who said it's it's going to be their first five k ever. You know, it's it's kind of not so intimidating because it is you know relatively flat. You don't have to worry about hills. But I think the other nice thing is that there will be a, uh, you know a lot of runners who uh, and walkers who are going to be. You know, in kind of the peak of their shape if, if they've been training for like a big fall race and this will be kind of their opportunity especially if they've been doing some longer distance stuff yeah. to really just crank it out and, and hammer out a 5k and see how fast they can really run it'll be a good opportunity to test themselves but also have a great time so yeah i don't know visually like run down there <laughs> Where? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. It, it will probably seem a little odd, but you know, we're we're gonna try and have some fun along the way as well. So, so we'll work on that. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. That's, well, that's and cool. and, I, and we, I do know, I can say this for sure. I'm sure we'll see you know a couple of planes take off and land, but all because we, we, not 
not on our road. <laughs> just, just to make <laughs> no, sure you know. They yeah. dodge. There are two runways, yeah, so you don't have to do that. Yeah, what were we looking up? Uh, oh, North, 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 North by Northwest. Yeah, 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 not that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there will be some really kind of cool, like, airport equipment out, um, just kind of helping not only guide, but, you know, give you something to look at as long as, as you're going along. So that'll be, that'll be nice. So uh, where do people sign up? So thank you. Uh, you can go to crimraces.org. And, you okay. can sign and we'll up right put that there. down here. Right. Yeah, yeah. We've got a Facebook event, of course, where it just gives, you're sharing a little bit of information. You can link to, to registration there. And so, yeah, it's uh, we're really excited about it. We, we see it. Um, you know, Bishop's really excited. They're already sort of ecstatic because it's, it's already uh, exceeded their expectations. So, so we're pretty excited about it. Yeah, so you got a 5K run, 5K walk, and then uh, a little little pilots, uh, kids run. <laughs> yeah, that's right for everyone. Uh, any, and strollers any, are allowed. If you, if, you know, parents, you know, new parents out there, you're welcome to bring your strollers. Uh, yeah. No pets, though. So, okay. Yeah, yeah that's pets. one of the things that's been interesting about planning this is that in a lot of ways, you kind of do need to have people come to this race like they're about to go on a flight mm -hmm. <laughs> with that mindset. Be, be prepared because um, you're allowed to bring your own water. They're not going to uh, They're not going to yeah. charge you a bunch of money for a bottle of water. <laughs> right. and make you pour yeah, it out. On the pour door. it out. You um, yeah. But I mean, things like you know, the firearms, no, and even us operationally, we're thinking about things just to make sure we're as safe as possible. And uh, and. There will be like a check-in and check-out process to make sure the same number of people are leaving yeah. as entering. Yeah, I would imagine um, some of those extra loops you have to jump yeah, through yeah. Um, being on an airport. But honestly, yeah. it's the payoff is so so worth it. Yeah, it's such a unique experience. So, what a sneak preview on like. Uh, Swag and stuff is it all going to be airplane theme, little <laughs> shirts. So the giveaway is going to be the hat. So it's uh, like a, a blue and white striped hat with a little palm on the top, and it'll have the official 5K on the runway logo embroidered on it. You can wear it all winter long. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah that's um, awesome. Still shopping for what the finisher award's going to be. Um, so that will be announced as soon as we get that uh, taken care of, and then we will have age group awards. We're really trying to even today we're planning on what we want to offer and the post race area. Mm -hmm. We'll um, definitely have some nice goodies to eat, you know, some yeah, some hot, hot chocolate, chocolate stuff to keep like you warm. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. So really trying to make it a finish the race experience. You should get wings. That has been one of the ideas I think crossed our yeah, yeah. Definitely uh -huh. crossed our minds. So yeah. It's time so. to fly. You get we steal the sponsor of that. Anything after that? Or do you kind of start it all over again? Honestly, by then we we really just instantly you go are going. Well, <laughs> we kind of crashed for a minute. You know. Well, not like the plane was, but, you know, but we do wrong wrong metaphor. Cut that. Uh, yeah, right. So, <laughs> we we do t take it easy over the holidays, but then I mean, really, by the beginning of January, we are already into like not only planning but recruitment mode for the training program. For all the races uh, we actually uh, we kick off um it's been really successful the last couple of years we kick off registration for a major like the training program and the race um, with a cyber monday deal and and each year we've done it we've gotten some this successively larger in terms of the response and, so people yeah. know that it's coming yep. now yep. and so they're prepared and ready yep. to go and it's the best deal you'll get all year to sign up for your crim race or, or the crim training program so so it's uh we're yeah it, and, and that's it's nice for us because then it helps us know 
Uh, it's nice for the people who sign up because then they're excited. They they kind of plan their. They put it on the calendar. And exactly, you're in. Yeah, you're locked and loaded at that point. So. What is that early bird pricing? Is it forty forty five for the crim there? Ten mile? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, I think it's forty five. Nice. Yeah, 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 that's an awesome deal. Yeah. So, so that's, and that's actually kind of uh, I'll say that like forty five for the quality of race that we have. That's like, amazing. We, we pride ourselves in that and keeping that price low. Uh, because I'm pretty know. sure my metal, as much as it weighed, was probably. <laughs> 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 but you look, you look, I will tell you, but yeah, it was, <laughs> no, you know, it was it's a big deal, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, exactly, that too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, then you got the shirt on top of jello yeah. shots, yeah. <laughs> You get no. an exercise, some some yeah. sweet swag. You get a party out there. <laughs> you really can't go wrong. Yeah. Well, and it's a big deal to us because we want the race. We we want as few barriers as possible for people to come out and celebrate with us, but also to even make that decision to to become a runner or a walker. You know, like we we want people to take their first steps and do that. And we don't want someone to say, "Oh, I can't pay 120 bucks for a race. I'm not going to do that." You know, so. So we are, we really pride ourselves on that, and, and honestly, you know, our sponsors are who make that possible because because our race costs just as much as everybody all those other races do to put on, but because we have our sponsors, like we if if we only you know if we only use what we you know charge people, we would lose money. But thanks to our sponsors, we're able to able to do all this exactly. stuff to make it amazing. Exactly, and 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 that's by design. We're not trying to make a ton of money. We're trying to get as many people. You know, to enjoy themselves and be active all year long, and that's kind of what's happened with the crim over over the last you know fifteen years or so. We have we have evolved from just being a race to um, to really uh, being a, a force for health and wellness in the community, and and it was kind of by accident actually. It wasn't it wasn't you know by design, but but thankfully we have a board who realized that we were you know we were providing some serious services. Um, at first, you know, with the training program, it was a couple hundred people. It was in, intended to be just for uh, one year to get a few more people to buy race registration and, and do the race. Um, but what happened is, you know, it, and we had this great program with Jeff Galloway, and, and this, the methodology was great. But what we didn't realize is that people, not only did they like the methodology, but they liked each other. <laughs> and it they had so much more fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it became so much more fun to train, you know, and, you know, and it can be a grind, you know, and, and, but when you're doing it with other people, when you're suffering with other people, yep. you, you, you it, it makes it a little easier. It makes it, you know, a little easier to get out there, whether it's early in the morning or right after work. To accountability. To to accountability. Is that, all your friends yeah. that, that yep. are there on every Tuesday yep. or Thursday or whatever. It is. And you tend to, you know, you get to know more people, you get to know them better. You, a lot of, a lot of the folks have become really close. Uh, some people have become married because they've met at the training program. It's it's pretty amazing, like you know th th those connections. And so so that's that's really the magic of the training program. Yes, the methodology is proven; it's there. It will get you to your race. But we have people who have been doing this for twenty years now, and they know how to. Yeah, they know the calendar by heart. Yeah, they know how to train. Yeah, but it's it's the people. They love yeah, the people. They still come and out. so so and and we love that. You know, like, so that's you know now it's our job to just keep it keep that going and, and keep it meaningful and special for everybody. So you, you guys have really created a culture because I don't know about you guys, but when I'm running down here and I see a fellow runner, uh, you know, they're always, Hey, great job. And yeah. I think that's something that you guys created mm. because it started with the training programs, seeing other training programs. Hey, good job. Keep it up. And, and it's kind of evolved to now, whenever they see a runner, 
Walker, anybody in general, hey, keep it up, great work. Even after the crim has got, came and gone, yeah. they're still doing that. Yeah. So I think it's awesome. What you guys That's one thing I love about Flint is that I in all in other places that I've lived and I've ran, I would I would get less positive calls yeah. out towards me. The classic run for us runs. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I honestly, yeah. knock on wood, in Flint, it's it's always something positive. Yeah. Um, like, and it could be uh, it could be another runner or walker. It could be someone that's about to start like a third shift at a factory, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, man, you're doing it." Awesome. I was going to say, you. like, the, it's the, so the people cool. standing outside their awesome. house or going yeah. by in a car. They're like, "Woo, nice yeah. job!" The thing that I love the most is when we're running, and like a little kid will run out of his yard or her yard and just run with us for like a block or a block and a half and be like, hey, you guys are doing great. Yeah, it's so much fun. Like everyone, everyone does, everyone is like excited about it. Yeah, so. it's not like, the, what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they're training for the crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so. Everyone kind of knows. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. With that, um, with the uh, early bird uh, yeah. special pricing, does that include Blue Line this year? Since last year it kind of, uh, it was starting a little bit late. It wasn't That's ready then. So this year, can they can they sign up for the race, uh, train program, and also Blue Line? I think we're still in the process of figuring out what the Blue Line is going to be. Because um, I will say, there's like a, a core group of that of that club that um, we're actually continuing to meet year round on Wednesdays um, for the time being. So I think that. We're, we're trying to figure out what that group's going to become, whether it's yeah. going to be a year-long thing where you're just paying your dues like a like a club is yeah, going to be, yeah, yeah. or if it's just the May through August thing again. Um, what I'm loving about this, though, is that if you're if you're living in the Flint area, in Genesee County in general, you can literally plan out and not run or walk alone any night. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. Tuesdays, right. you yeah. have the training groups, uh, whether yeah. they're meeting formally or informally. <laughs> you have the Blue Line or Brew Line mm -hmm. on uh, Wednesdays. You have your awesome complete runner club runs on Thursdays. Thursdays like yeah. you literally, you could find days where you're just not doing your yeah. run and walk alone. Everyone's out almost every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you just show up, uh, you know, at the farmers market on a Saturday morning early, and you know, if there's a group of people who just casually you know, go and, and it doesn't matter what distance, doesn't matter what speed. It's it's just yeah. And again, it's just this culture. You know, it's yeah. I mean, I appreciate that you say that we've created it. Yeah, we're we're a part of it, and we're, you know, and, and I, you know, I'm proud to be a big part of it. But it's it's the people who are you know who are excited about it, and they realize, oh, this is it's good for me, but it's also good for my my friends and my family. I'll tell you, like my wife, she she goes on what she calls her good mommy runs because <laughs> she it's like her therapy. You know? <laughs> so it's like people realize pretty quickly, like it's, it's, it's yeah. cathartic cleansing. It's like yeah, it's 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 what we need, you know, and. And whether it's a run or a walk or some other type of activity, you know, we like running and walking, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's what we need as, as people to sort of, you know, to reset ourselves, to, to clear the mind and, and, and be ready to be, you know, good people the rest of the life, you know, the rest of the time and, and throughout our lives. So it's not, it's not just something for us and, it, and it's not just something, it becomes a reward in itself. That's the other thing that I think is great about running. And yes, you know, when you're first starting, it, it can be really challenging and intimidating and you, know, you kind of push through, but you know, especially once you hit a few of those race goals, you know, like the crim, you know, like we want to be a goal, but we also want to inspire people to sort of get over that hump of, you know, of just doing it for the sake of getting you know, getting through the race and getting the medal to like, Hey, I, actually, I really like running and I, I, or, or walk, 
walking and I want to do this because I, I find that it's rewarding just to do that, you know, just to, just to get out there. And, and that's, that's my, that's my self care. That's my me time. As long as there's a cool shirt in your mouth. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll be there with that. We'll be there with that. Yeah. But, uh, I'll tell you, you guys have succeeded in doing that because we, we've had people come in that have trained through the training program to the 10 mile and, and then they saw the 10 mile out and now they're doing a half marathon yeah, because they that's built, what that's that's they built on, yeah, 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 so you guys have definitely yeah. hit your goal and you guys are doing mm-hmm. a great job with that uh, we have a lot to be thing. proud of with our you know with the whole community you know, the i think whole people don't realize all that is here in Flint. Mm-hmm. you know they, sure. they they hear the news and they don't understand um you know the community that we have the culture that we have the race that we have you know uh there's so much good stuff going on here that people get lost on that. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, hearing all stories like this, it's kind of cool to kind of come back and go, okay, there's there's a lot here, yep. and it's cool. it's great to be a part of the community. That's one of the honestly, it's one of the biggest side accomplishments and missions we have with the race is that that we get the people that haven't been downtown in 10, 20 years, mm. and they come downtown. They recognize and yeah, they're blown yeah. away by all yeah. the positive and great things that are happening. It's one and, of my favorite uh, things about, this. and that's one yeah. thing that honestly, it's it's one of the things that makes me the most proud. But it's one of the things that I will never be satisfied with the number of people. That <laughs> right, have that we need more. Yeah, yeah I know. Everyone to see how yeah. great one is. Um, yeah. and so yeah, that is really it's been one of the more rewarding parts of this. Is, so uh, one of you know, it, t- it takes the sport of running out of it. It takes it into just you know being proud of where you live one of the cool stories i remember is um is our garment rep jay uh came in for the crim expo Mm. and so he stayed downtown and he went over to foster's coffee it's amazing place delicious uh so he was sitting in foster's having this beautiful cup of coffee Mm -hmm. and he was on his laptop working away and he kind of like looked up and he's like i completely forgot where i was i had no idea i was in flint (laughs) michigan I could have been in downtown Chicago. Oh, yeah. Like it was crazy yeah. because here I got this amazing coffee and this cool vibe around me. And he's like, it, it was cool it to see that. And then all, all of a sudden go, I'm in Flint. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. It's like Chicago, less expensive. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys are saying, everyone's got this stigma about, about Flint. And, and I mean, we're a block away from beautiful you know, five hundred thousand dollar houses, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two blocks away, but no one sees them because there's this negative. Unless stigma. you come on the complete runner group run that's on right. Thursday yeah, nights yeah. at six p.m. And, and honestly, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's a good point, part. though. Like, that's a great point. That like, wherever you run, you know, in the city, you see things you know, that you might not otherwise see, and so you see the good, you see some of the not so good, but like, you also come to appreciate things that might be considered not so good. But you actually, you know, instead of just driving by and saying, "Oh," you, you actually you know, get to appreciate some of the people, the you know, the, the, and, and how things really are. But yeah, like that's what that's one of the great things about running in general and walking is that you you know it takes you on these routes. You can go wherever, and then you get to see a lot more of what's great about an area. Uh, so one thing we do on here is called the Big Three. Mm-hmm. Um, so just three quick questions. We'll um, start with you, Andy. So mm-hmm. first question is going to be. What is your favorite race? And you might be a little impartial. See, do we have to yeah. make it a rule that, <laughs> wow. yeah. that it has to be one of a one of the current races that we do? Maybe yeah. that's okay. So, favorite race that you've ran? Yeah, still could okay. be the Crim. Okay. You just have to name the year. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I will. Uh, 
probably like yeah my, my PR of the crib was probably like the best race I ever did and that was I, it was my junior year of college and I had just like just gotten like yeah good and good and running was like uh, just coming off of, of being on you know, a sports team and so I was in good shape to begin with but then transferred over to running and just like it, it was it was great to come back and it was again I think it was because of sort of that personal and family connection it was just like I'm doing what I had told myself for years I was gonna do you know like the, all those years of sitting and watching other racers saying someday I'm gonna run the crib yeah. <laughs> finally and, it was and doing it. Your, yeah. yeah yeah that was probably just you know just because of the meaning of, of like all that it was like this commitment sort of fulfilled that uh, you know so uh, but you know I've, I've had some some fun actually like uh watching my wife run <laughs> so like uh she's done some triathlons and so like seeing her like go through these crazy like emotional swings of like thinking she wasn't going to finish a race and then like, you're, you're yeah, along for the ride right right along for the ride yeah i'm happy to be a sherpa as well you know so <laughs> so it helped with that but uh you know and, that, and that's you know almost just as meaningful you know when you're supporting someone else doing that too so that's like when it when it comes to mind those are the joe yeah <laughs> favorite race that i participated that I, I mean holy cow that could be like a college meet that could be yeah oh my god teddy bear tribe i mean it oh, could be gosh. it could be anything i've actually never done a beer mile oh. First time for everything, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Here's Park. It's just a couple of yeah, I know. We're here. just outside. <laughs> I mean, I, if I'm ruling out, I've only actually done one Grim race, and I was actually a pacer for it. Um, so I didn't run like Race It, Race It, which was actually a really fun experience. Joe's definition of not racing it, racing it, though, is what, what you paced in 60 minutes. Yeah, so I so do, not racing, I do have it going for me that I've never yeah. not Come broken on. 60 at the crib. It's <laughs> <laughs> only because I've done it once. <laughs> um, so I'll exclude. I'll do another 10 mile race. Um, I mean, the crim is obviously the, the signature 10 mile race in the, in the state, but uh, I I always loved trying to go to it, trying to talk my parents into doing it, and then finally doing it in high school to run through hell mm -hmm. in Hell, Michigan. Literally just because I wanted the shirt. Yeah, yeah you just went this way. It always comes <laughs> well, down to this way. I mean, ten mile, again, the 10-mile distance, perfect distance. Um, only way you can beat the streets of Flint is by going through hilly dirt roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Way. So, <laughs> so that, that, that has some nostalgia. That's a pretty fun race. Um, and what I love about that race, too, is that for a while, they end up not having an official formal race anymore just because you know, sponsorships got lost, this, that, the other. And uh, a friend of mine, said, well, you know, we've been doing this race for so many years, we're still going to do it. So everyone meet, you know, I'll put it on, we'll just have a 10-mile competitive race. We should be, yeah. And uh, it was, I mean, there wasn't even any registration, there's people showing up and just a little, like a stopwatch <laughs> to time them. But, I mean, we had, there were guys that ran like 51, 52 minutes for this 10-mile distance. And for this, like, random summer weekend that there wasn't an official race, you're running you know, very, very fast times. And since that guy had a job at a deli, the awards were like a pound of deli. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Which is awesome. Uh, that, yeah, honestly, dude, that would be those grassroots race, that, and yeah. then honestly, the Flint Turkey Trot is such a cool race. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, on on Thanksgiving Park, right? morning in Mott Park. Yeah. And the awards are homemade pies from, uh, 
from local bakers. That's super cool. Yeah. So I'd say those are my favorites. It would be, uh, yeah, Runs for Hell and then the Detroit, or I'm sorry, the Plunger Drive. Uh, so second question, Andy, um, is most memorable race experience. Now this oh. could be good or bad. Yeah, so yeah. So you actually... got any good stories? Well, I mean, honestly, so. Because Antonio dropped his cell phone in the port john <laughs> no, I haven't had that kind of a race experience. Very bad service. Did he, did he, did he so, keep the phone? And a blue hand. I did. I did. I got the phone. Oh, and the blue hand. Wow. How many days did that stay on your hand? Uh, not, not very many. Okay, good. Got your phone, too. Did it he rubbed rock his skin yeah. off. Right? <laughs> all, all good. All good. Like a Sanders. Um, no, uh, I have a, kind of a couple. Um, one is actually, I was pretty young. Because, uh, like I said, my dad was into running, and he tried to get me into running, and I kind of was for a while, but I was the kind of kid who would, like, fake an ankle injury, so I wouldn't have to run. <laughs> so, but we did right, this. duly noted. Really, yeah. All right. right we yeah, know yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. That trick doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, uh, we, um, we ran this Father's Day, uh, like a four-mile, that ended right in front of City Hall in Flint, and um, it was this really cool run, and I spent the night at my grandma's, and she long story she she gave me uh like some like oat bran for for breakfast and we're running along and oh, i never had this experience before but i'm like mile two i'm like dad i gotta stop <laughs> i gotta go <laughs> and there were there were no porta potties along the way which is uh, also a common complaint that we have uh, with the crib even though we have them every mile <laughs> like people they're, they're never where people need them exactly and they're never exactly yeah they're never but that's okay yeah understandable i can sympathize but uh i i basically like i made it through uh clean and but i didn't even go through the finish line and this is before the days of chip you know chip or championship or anything so there were the shoots i didn't even go through the shoot i just went straight to the so that was like one you of like the first memories you're like God. So maybe that's why I didn't run again until I was in college. So, <laughs> but uh, but then actually like that uh, I like my first half marathon was actually in Ann Arbor, and and I started it so confident, like so cocky, and like I remember seeing some friends uh, like who I didn't actually know ran, and I was like, oh, you're doing this too, cool. And I took off, and and I was probably at a good clip that felt good to me. Um, and then suddenly around like mile eight, um, and, and I, I wasn't following any training program or anything, but like the week before I had had like this amazing run that I, I had run for two hours and I knew I was going really fast, like I'm pushing myself, but again, not following any kind of training program. That's probably like a really dumb thing to do, right. To, to really push yourself a week before, uh, a, a, a good run. So I like by mile eight, my hip started hurting. And I finished, but like I almost didn't finish, and I almost passed out at the end. <laughs> and all those people who I had passed at the beginning, every one of them just, shoo, 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 <laughs> and, you know, between mile nine and thirteen, I I got passed by like, hey, all those hey, people. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, you doing all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so that was a, that was an important lesson to me in pacing, you know, and like, and also like understanding your body and knowing, knowing, you know. Not only training, but just like on, on race day, like understanding how your body works, so or it doesn't work. <laughs> true, true, yeah. Just like Andy's always advocating for more and more porta johns. Exactly. Exactly. 
experience when you're little. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, where's the Florida John? I have a trailer behind me. Isn't it weird that both of us have terrible experiences with Florida? <laughs> Luckily, I did not lose my phone. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't lose it. He got it back. I knew exactly where it was. So. <laughs> right, that is true. <laughs> yeah. The soul of the phone. Oh, like. Yeah, right. And a little of your own soul, as Oh, yeah. Uh, Joe, what about you? Most memorable experience, uh, good or bad? Um, I mean, not my own personal experience, but um, I'd say I'll do a good and a bad. A good, a good one would be um, watching my younger brother win uh, the D1 state title in the 3200 and track. Very cool. Um, because I, I've watched, I mean, he did all of like the crim stuff growing up. He was just, just cause I was running in middle school and high school, the family just bought into it immediately. And so he was running from such an early age and, and to watch the journey of this kid with all the potential in the world and throughout, you know, setbacks, illness, injuries, things like that. He had all the talent in the world, all the, you know, smart training throughout his high school career, but he just never had Unfortunately, just never lined up super well to have put it together. Yeah. The, the performance that he really was capable of putting together, and uh, so his senior year, him winning the third two hundred, um, being there at states, like I, I was yelling and cheering so loud, I was like passing out because <laughs> I was forgetting to breathe. I was yelling so hard. Um, it, it, it's so much harder to watch someone you care about race, yeah, because yeah, you have no fair. control. You know, like you wish you could take on their pain, and you just the the, the feeling of the, you have no control over the outcome. Um, so it's it's something where you really are, are empathizing and with you know trying to channel all your positive energy to that person. Just so to see him be able to shine as bright as he really could all his career on that one day was such an awesome experience. Um, bad, I, f I feel like I'd be like kind of ducking it if I didn't talk about my. Uh, experience this past May where I was trying to run my first marathon at, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. at Bayshore and uh, I ended up um, in the hospital <laughs> for, for a day. Um, so I mean, it's I had a really, not funny, but it, I had a really, uh, I actually had a really serious heat stroke during the marathon. So I don't remember anything after like mile 15. Um, and I kind of like woke up or came to in the hospital with ice bags all over me. Um, I mean, like, just totally out of it mentally. They were asking me what my date of birth was. I was giving them my social security number. It was the right social security number. Yeah, well, I mean, it was at least not what they were asking for. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I guess, and I love the, the one of the first things I, I asked when I was finally starting to come a little more to was, like, did I did I finish? Um, and they, for the longest time, maybe they knew, maybe they didn't, but they're like, we don't know. But then finally, I actually thought about looking at my watch. And despite me not remembering anything after mile 15, I literally, I stopped my watch. watch and when yeah. I stopped running, yeah, I stopped that's a runner right there. At, uh, at mile 19 or something like that. <laughs> Still on pace. But uh, obviously, uh, um, so that was that was an interesting experience, uh, to say the least. I think um, that says a lot, though, that you maintained your pace up until the point that you passed out. Like, you didn't, it was definitely you didn't following, like give yourself falling down pretty precipitously. Give yourself a break. You were well, like pushing, pushing, pushing. You wanted to hit that yeah. goal. Yeah. Not so, only for a BQ. Yeah. But you so, had a little. little yeah, side we had a little bit too. of a side bet going on. I had, a, I had a bet with Bobby Cram that I'd be able to run a Boston qualifying time my first time through. Um, so and that's that, and that's just Bobby's yeah. style of and kids, yeah. that is the last yeah. never, <laughs> that's never honestly, been with Bobby. Yeah. That's, that's, that's honestly Bobby's style though. Like he was giving me so, such a hard time, but it's because he knew that I could do it if I put my mind to it. And and I I did a, a post about this um too after it happened. Like 
the end goal was never to finish the marathon. It was just to get back in touch with that guy that was a runner. Yep. Um, and I definitely did. Like it was fun following the plan and executing workouts, going on long runs. I dropped 25 pounds. Like all that part of it was awesome. Uh, that being said, I still have unfinished business, and I will. Uh, <laughs> You'll be back at some point. Be You'll be back. Yeah, I, I, I have to add that Joe did all this training and in, in this with a one-year-old daughter. So, like, you know, the fact that that you're able to even commit to that and make that happen with with a child who is like at the most demanding moments of, of their life in your life is pretty darn impressive. Couldn't you do know, it without that's, an amazing wife. Joe. Well, that's shout true. out Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, indeed. Uh, you got one circled for uh, follow up? Um, not, not entirely sure yet. Um, it'll probably. I'm thinking more um, like a fall marathon. <laughs> that way, I'm not training throughout the winter and the early spring yeah. and then getting hit with a hot day. Yeah. I'd rather train in the heat and then be graced with a cooler day. Yeah. <laughs> um, Makes sense. But to be determined. That was a weird day. It was nice and cool to start. And then it's like as soon as the sun came up, it broke all the fog. And then it was just, it was hot. So stay tuned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so question number three uh, is the coolest thing you've ever gotten from a race. Oh, wow. Um, coolest thing. Yeah, like any swag, like shirts, oh. medals. Joe's like an IV bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crippling hospital bills. Yeah, <laughs> 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 a new iPhone. <laughs> oh, yeah. they, did I ever tell you they found it? No. They mailed it back yeah. to me. So After I, yeah. wondering it? Yeah. Or, uh, I don't know where they found uh, it. But, does, uh, does it work? Yeah, it works. Oh, good. <laughs> so you really did get a new iPhone. Yeah, okay. Good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there were there were a couple of races, uh, a, a, a couple of triathlons in Chicago put on by running away multi sport. One was like this great backpack that I still use. Like that was pretty cool. Sweet, yeah, um, yeah. But honestly, uh, I will say also um, a beer after a race. Like there are definitely moments that I remember the beer that was put in my hand. And, and it, it's not even the thing, you know, like it's the um, highlight it's, it's right the there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like that. That's the high life. I mean, right. That's a shame. <laughs> Although I would, beer, take the, I would take the high life. <laughs> enjoy that a lot. That'd be, yeah, that's pretty perfect. But, you know, like it's, it's like the, the almost more than the metal. It's like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, that's what I'd say. Joe, besides <laughs> getting your phone mail back to you. Or the or the well, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a really good one. You want a story? Hey, an easy way to get a homemade pie is just dress up. That's what I do. Oh yeah, the easy easy. <laughs> uh, so everybody watching, just dress oh. up for the dirty track. Get a pie. Nice. Okay. Um, Wait, diaper? How do they dye? Like, how do they? <laughs> yeah, how do they define dress up? Uh, well, like, you like gotta be in that awesome costume, man. You'll, okay. you'll see. Stay tuned for this year. Okay, let me see that. Yeah, I mean, I do love my sign from Volkslav. Um, man, I would say uh, not maybe like a tangible thing, but just the overall experience of doing Great Lakes Relay. Um, that's a pretty awesome experience. Oh, I, 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 I guess I can say a completely scarred for life car. <laughs> so I took our car to Great Lakes Relay. Oh my and, gosh, yeah. Um, and we got it detailed and... I don't smell it, but my wife says she can still smell <laughs> that weekend in that car. 
still smell so, meat train. Three, yeah, so, <laughs> train, yes, so three yeah. days of ten guys <laughs> running anywhere from three to ten miles at a time throughout northern Michigan, and then hopping in the car, mix into that beer. I was gonna say maybe drink, maybe some yeah. drinking, sand, yeah, yeah. yeah, all kinds Whatever of crazy else stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there were no portagons out there. So. <laughs> No, no, there's nature's not, yes, there. Yes, it is. Um, so yeah, GLR. Um, even just the shirt. I mean, you see people walking around with that GLR shirt. It's it's almost yeah. like you're you have that immediate brotherhood with them. Yeah, and yeah. you can talk to them about it. Um, so that I love. I love my Stein from Volkslav. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with those two. Those are, those are That's pretty cool. Uh, uh, biggest takeaway would be uh, just thanks everyone who had their part, whether they're participating, volunteering, um, in any way, shape or form for this year's CRIM. Um, we, we were talking internally as our team, it was one of the, you know, the least stress inducing, um, weeks of race week, executing it, it, and that, I mean, a lot of it had to do with the weather. <laughs> no, for, <laughs> sure. Race the for weather. sure. And also, I think it also partly had to do with the extra planning that took in that we took into place after, you know, as crazy a year as last year was. Um, but also it's, it's by and large due to, to all the support, the volunteers and um, key volunteers and seasonal staff and all the racers um, that just had really positive energy this year. So thanks to everyone um, that was a part of this year's crime in one way or another. And also join us for 5pm run. It's going to be awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's going to be a blast. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, just to sort of add to what Joe was saying is that uh, you know we really see ourselves as stewards of just what's a great tradition in in the city and for the whole you know throughout the whole greater Flint area and the community and and you know like you were saying the culture is there the culture is great and it's it's phenomenal it's unique it's it's wonderful and we're just proud to be a part of something that that celebrates it and hopefully keeps it going and you know complete runner is a huge part of that you know and and the fact that you're here and encouraging people and making sure that they stay healthy and not uninjured and you know that's a big deal and so we really you know we're proud to be part of that whole that whole network that ecosystem of runners so and riders yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's it, that's a fun part of it that's that's why cool. we do it yeah. honestly yeah. is because it, it it's it's fun yeah we love it so so keep racing keep uh, you know and and race you know the the term or the idea of racing is it's all relative. Like it's 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 all what's with whatever in, is inside you. Like however you define it. It's, are, are you trying to beat the guy next to you? Are you trying to beat yourself? Are you just trying to get out there and have a good time? We don't care. We want you to be a part of what what the whole community is doing here. So we're well, about it. thank you guys. Uh, appreciate you guys stopping in. Yeah, having some good stories. Yeah. And uh, make sure to sign up for the crim. Um, uh, 2020, it's going to be 2020. the earliest it can early February, Saturday, 22nd. 22nd. Yeah. 22nd. There you go. Yeah. It's always the fourth Saturday of August. Crim.org or Either one. Crim.org. That, that, that tells the whole Crim story, That's which true. is pretty awesome. Crimraces.org mm -hmm. um, is very specific to our events. So. Okay, yeah. so it opens. On uh, Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. Monday, after something. Yep. Monday after so sign up, sign up for the training program or sign up for uh, Blue Line Club and come out and uh, have some beers with everyone. So thanks again, guys, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Cheers. Cheers.
Baffle. Nice. Baffle or seismic? Oh. Seismic, that's a good one. No, it usually pops up here with like the actual definition well, of stuff. Um, yeah, something did pop up. Legend. Subjective. Prohibitive. Yeah, 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 that was what it was. Yeah, that's a good one. Humanity. That's that's the human race. There you go. So yeah. so we get you know we get everyone from the serious to the first timers to people who are you know continuing that challenge throughout their lives. Calling the <laughs> <laughs> Who's calling? Beer break. Um, Maybe we don't say the names, but like that's good. Oh, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Call it. Um, so we were, when the phone rang. Dude, I'm gonna see you. I got it, man. And that's what makes it real, right? Calling back twice, twice. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Yeah, like I see someone calling, I'm like, I don't know the number. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not like, oh, I missed that. Oh, I'm gonna call right. you back. And I'll, right. like, yeah. I'll listen to your voicemail. If you leave voicemail. <laughs> I know. No yeah. voicemail. That wasn't important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Exactly. That never happens. <laughs> no. yeah. I, I absolutely agree. Nice. Gentlemen, this was amazing. Thank All right, you. that, that might really that, that might be more of an hour. Yeah. <laughs>